You're listening to the Midwest Marketing Orange Hour podcast with your host, Brett Matice. Okay, so before we start officially, I have, I don't want to sound uneducated or anything, but I can't be the only one who has these questions. Is it veterans or veterans? Or does it not matter? Is it one of those things where it's very interchangeable? Everybody calls it the same thing, so it's it's really interchangeable. I think when you talk about it, everybody knows what you're saying. So, I mean, I could just look. I could pull up our website real quick and just make sure. Yeah, I mean, it's the same, you know, spelling and everything, but it's just, it's just you know, is it a tomato tomato situation, or is there actually a, a preference for one or the other? It's veterans of foreign wars veterans. with an S, yep. yeah, plural, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess before we get into the whole thick of things, I'll have you introduce yourself and kind of your credentials and your background and where you're from so everyone kind of knows who we're, we're talking to here. Okay, sounds good. So I'm, uh, I'm Bruce Miller. I'm from Ellsworth Air Force Base. I've been here for knocking on the door for six years now. Um, I've, I'm an aircraft mechanic, craftsman. Um, I'll, I run shift at the base uh, in AR shop, and basically what we do is rig flight controls for the jet and do heavy maintenance, like pull stabs off, stuff like that. So anything that would that went down on the plane, if it crashed or something like that, they call us out there and we pick it up, assist, you know, run the show on that kind of stuff. So, did you always have an interest in working and stuff like that? Did you kind of know that was where you wanted to head? Um, or did you know you wanted to be work with your hands and be a mechanic, but then that, you know, working on jets was a whole new world? Well, so I'm from originally, I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. So, um, and my dad had his own mechanic shop down there. And I was like, hey, you know, that's kind of what I want to do. You know, I had a full ride scholarship for uh, for Walter State College in Tennessee that I could have taken advantage of and got a, you know, probably a nice uh, degree in mechanicking for, you know, working and probably starting my own shop or something like that if I wanted to. And I kind of brought that up to dad when I was a kid and he was just like, well, you know, I don't really want you doing that because it. You're just going to bust your knuckles all day, and it's going to be pretty rough. And why don't you get a better, you know, go for a better, you know, career? And I said, okay. And he brought up the military and stuff, and, you know, I was kind of, eh, you know, maybe. And then, you know, I was looking into it and stuff, and then realized some of these, you know, jet engine mechanics at, like, the airport and stuff are making, like, 75 grand a year. It's pretty good money, you know. And then, so I joined, you know, I found a job that he was offering at the, the recruiter, so to speak, was offering. And I was like, okay, I'll do this, you know, sounds good. So uh, basically I, you know, I was like, well, all right, well, I signed up. I left like a weekend after I graduated high school, came up here. I've been up here for, you know, like I said, six years. And I've been like slowly realizing every day that it's just like, man, like, I don't know that I really want to do this all the time and stuff like that. So then I got I got into a little backstory a couple of years ago. I got into like that B and I marketing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was absolutely. like, okay, I'm pretty familiar. You know, I've always wanted to start a business. Let me get into this a little bit, and I started doing a ton of research. So I ended up starting my own um, like B and I group, so to speak. And it's I don't know, you can look it up. It's on Facebook. Uh, Black Hills, or uh, here, I'll look it up for you real quick. 
But uh, basically, it's Rapid City Business Owners is what the Facebook page is called. Okay. And sure. it was, I just wanted to offer something that was like kind of like, uh, you know, B&I is charging like $300 a month. Why don't I do something that's like free to, you know, $5 a month that we can just use that little bit of money that we got to pay for a space and we can come in and talk about business stuff, you know. And at the same time, I was getting into this company called Amsoil, and it's totally a pyramid scheme, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but it, it's got a good product. Um, a lot of these shop owners in town don't realize that they can order oil by a 55-gallon you know, drum and pay like a $2 less than what they're paying at the parts store for the same oil they're getting. Yep. And it's actually a better quality, got more additives in it and stuff like that. So I got into the oil game a little bit, and I'm still in it. I still sell it a lot. So especially a lot of these rally guys coming into town. They're, oh, of course. They're calling me off the hook, just say, hey, can I get a case of this or a case of that, you know, and a filter and blah, blah, blah. So anyways, fast forward after that, you know, I was like, this is fun. I enjoy it. So why don't I try to focus on something like sales-wise or something like that? And then um, Greg Stilton at Rushmore Real Estate Group, me and him are really good friends. He offered me um, pretty much, you know, a job as like his kind of right-hand guy to help me out, learn real estate. And I really want to get into commercial real estate because there's, I mean, there's two or three guys that sell commercial real estate in this town. They do okay um, but their tactics, you know, I think I could outperform their tactics, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. They're doing okay. But it, like I said, they're doing stuff that's like, uh, you know, why, why not have a better product for the customer that's buying some commercial real estate, you know? So I'm going to, I'm going to pretty much figure out how to hack that is what my plan is. Get my license, figure out how to hack that commercial real estate market and outsell everybody. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Can you touch on what your position is at our VFW post 1273, right? I'm, yep. I'm getting my yep. numbers right. Yep. Can you so, touch on what you do for them as well as on top of all your other stuff that you're involved in? So I started there a year, about a year and a half ago, maybe, maybe longer than that. Um, I started as I walked in the door, you know, I enjoyed the place. I was living at, right across the street, actually, in that upstairs apartment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I lived right mm-hmm. there for like a year. And I was like, okay, you know, I, I was kind of like the guy, oh, I'll get off of work, let's go have a beer kind of guy, you know. And that's where I met like John Roberts, all these real estate guys in town and stuff. So, and a lot of them go there. So I was meeting these guys, talking, you know, business with them all the time, you know, stuff like that. Walked into the VFW, kind of realized what was going on. It seemed like, you know, everything was fine, but under like the carpet, there was a lot of dust. Stuff mm-hmm. that needed to be cleaned up, stuff that needed to be fixed, you know. So um, at the time, Adam Swift um, hired me on as a house committee guy, and basically that was my job. I just wanted to help out and and kind of fix and remodel stuff that's going on at the VFW. Well, fast forward, you know it about him. Yep, you know, absolutely. I think everybody in town does, but so. Um, Basically, me and another guy that were working together doing this stuff kind of got the opportunity and we're like, hey, we don't got anybody else, but you guys want to run for commander and senior vice commander. And I was like, okay, you know, what do I need to do? They're like, nothing. Just sign up for it. And when the vote comes around in March, 
we'll either elect you or not. And I was like, okay. So I uh, lobbied for senior vice commander, and Will Huffman decided to go for commander. And um, we got the positions. And the first thing on the agenda was pretty much delete everything that Adam was doing. So yep. because it was just it was rough. I mean, you've you've been in there. You know, you see what it looks like now. Were you have you ever been in there before? Before I that? wasn't. I've obviously people I work with and people I've associated with. Like I've only been in Rapid City for about three years now, sure, actually. Sure. Um, but people who have been there for you know their whole lives have been in there, and the improvements they say are just. It's not like noticeable improvements. Like you walk in the door and you're like, holy smokes. Yeah. Like it's a different place. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's just like, I don't know why nobody took a point to make it before. And it's like, dude, the, the paint on there was from the 70s. Like, why aren't we doing anything about this, you know? So, I don't know. Me and Will were just sitting down and we were, we started having meetings at his house up, up before Corona hit, you know. Because he left, you know, obviously he got arrested and stuff. So they bumped us up to those positions beforehand before we even got elected because they needed somebody to fill them. Yeah, needed some leadership. You know, they needed the leadership there. So we were meeting at Will Huffman's house and just talking about, like, hey, what can we do to make this better? How can we get more people in the door? Because essentially that's our problem. It's not really the pricing aspect of everything. It's just like because we got some of the cheapest beer and beverages in town, you know. So... You know, how we're going to, we need to look at our stuff, make sure we're still making a profit, but obviously we need to fix and remodel everything that's in there, make it look better, smell better. You know, what are we going to do for the kitchen to help the new, because we ended up letting go our old kitchen lady. She never cleaned anything. It was just, it was rough. I mean, she was a part of the issue as well. So we hired a new lady and we've just been working on, that's what we've been doing lately is just fixing the kitchen stuff, but we wanted to sit down and talk about it and try to figure out how, why none of the people that that are signed up as members there aren't coming. You know, why why pedestrians like you that aren't veterans? Because it's an open bar. It's open for everyone. You know, why are you guys not coming in? You know, yep. we're getting the peddlers and stuff, but that's outside the point of, you know, normal Rapid City residents. You know, they're hitting Murphy's. They're hitting these places. You know, how can we start drawing some of these individuals in, you know? And as soon as they realize that, you know, our drinks are like $3 cheaper than Murphy's, then why wouldn't they come? You know? Yeah, absolutely. So that's what we we eventually got to. So Yeah, I know you don't have it in front of you, and I'm putting it on the spot, but could you give like a laundry list of things with the new remodel that have been done just for oh, people for sure. who haven't been in there yet? Yeah, um, we did paint throughout the whole entire building. Um, we got a couple stuff we're in the work with, but, uh, we pretty much took the whole bar apart, um, put new signage up on the walls that really was needed. I went to Black Hills Harley Davidson. I got a friend up there, um, Kelly, he's a sales manager. He, uh, hooked me up with some signage to throw up on the walls. And then, um, basically like that, the paint, you know, we got, we paid for them to come professionally clean the carpets. Um, we fixed some roof stuff that was going on. Um, cleaned, cleaned, and cleaned everything inside and out. Like, it was just rough because we, we ended up pulling all the refrigerators out behind the bar just to see what was going on. There was piping issues and stuff that nobody, you know, decided that it was a good time to fix for some reason, you know. Stuff like that, and then um, we ended up getting more 
VFW literature and stuff that we could have and hand out to individuals that are there, you know, stuff like that. So. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned, obviously, that you are part of the new leadership as senior vice commander and Will is the new commander. Yep. What are some of, outside of the remodel, some of the changes that you guys have brought in with the new leadership and that would be different for, you know, people who haven't been to the VFW in a little while? Um, well, we did fix a lot of the things with that was going on with people's membership. Um, like, um, we also have a junior vice commander, Wayne, Wayne Swear. He was, um, he kind of fixed the whole situation with, you would get an individual in from a different post. Well, yep. we give them a free drink, stuff like that. Um, individuals like me that are members that come in to the bar, they weren't getting their discount like they were supposed to. Um, and stuff like that. Um, they've been focusing on getting a hold of these individuals that haven't been coming in as much, you know, seeing what's going on with them, seeing if we could figure out how to get them in somehow, you know, because um, we send the mass emails out to everybody once a month, you know, so we just kind of like we're kind of at a wondering point of where where are these people at? What are they doing? You know, why yep. are they not showing up? You know, stuff like that. So that's kind of what what Wayne's working on, what Will's working on, not so much me because I've been really focusing on trying to get everything with the bar and kitchen kind of running like it's supposed to and for sure. in a good fashion. So Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely have more questions about the, our individual posts. I want to talk a little bit about the VFW as a whole real quick here, and then we'll come back to it. Okay. Um, so just for people, I feel like people have a very basic understanding of the VFW. Everyone kind of has that surface knowledge of what the VFW is. Can you explain a little more in depth exactly what you guys do and what you guys provide for veterans of foreign wars? So we provide, obviously, with the building, an area for veterans in Rapid City and, and other places, if they're visiting or touring or whatever they're doing, to come and just have a drink, sit down with other veterans and just kind of, you know, talk and, and have their moment of, reminisce if they if they're retired or whatever you know stuff like that and then also on top of that though you know we're providing um sorry i lost my train of thought um no, basically <laughs> we're, we're providing um the situation to where they can come in if they got questions about their va benefits if they got issues with hey i want to go to school but i'm not sure what route i should go you know, they would come to one of me, Will, or Wayne. We have literature on that, who to get a hold of. VFW.org is a really good place to start. I mean, there's so much information on there that they post daily about stuff that we offer and what we do. And so basically, you know, we're, we're attending to the needs of local veterans and not just local but outside of the state, you know, to help them get the stuff that they need to succeed. Absolutely. I agree with the VFW.org, obviously, in preparation for this podcast, I was cruising on their website just to make sure that I was getting all my verbiage correct and everything. And man, like it is loaded with really solid information. If you're interested in anything, like you said, from making sure you're getting (coughs) all the benefits that you need, or even just things as simple as like, okay, I'm traveling across the country, where's the closest post to me uh, that I can go and like you said, sit down, have a beer and talk with some like minded people and see if they got any opinions about anything, you know, <clears throat> Excuse me. The big thing to me that's crazy, you know, and this will probably blow your mind, but 
the VFW.org and that whole, you know, corporation, so to speak, or organization, actually, <coughs> they have more information about stuff that's going on with veterans and and schooling and stuff like that than what the base even offers. And that's sad to say, but it's true. Like, you know, these these the base has so much going on. You know, they took coronavirus as such a big deal. You know, it's so hard for these veterans to go on base and go to these offices and talk to them about these situations that are going on. Well, we're providing them an opportunity to come to us first and be like, hey, how can we help you before you go there? You know, you know, we're we're pulling up stuff, you know, informational, educational and whatever else you want to call it, that's that's really helping them out and solving the issues that they have. So yeah. Will Huffman, for example, um, <clears throat> he works for the VA. So he's like, I mean, he's a wealth of knowledge by himself that just has everything and anything to do with Veterans Administration, medical stuff. You know, you got an issue with this, this, or this. Talk to Will about it, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, obviously, there's a lot of things that we just talked about, too. Um, something at the forefront, obviously, is a very serious topic, um, is helping veterans who suffer from uh, PTSD or maybe it's a physical disability that they, they got during combat. What is the, the role that the VFW plays in that, and how can they assist those veterans that need it? So, we got a couple different ways. Um, Will is a very key individual in this whole situation because he's just like I said he's a wealth of knowledge about everything and anything going on every meeting that we go to you know once a month he has new updates from the Veterans Administration and what they're doing to try to help individuals like us me I mean I got like six months left so I can't really participate in VA stuff you know as much because it's not really my well realm yet but yes but these other individuals that have questions about you know, what about my appeal process and what's going on with this? You know, that's what he's for, you know, yep. and he's he's talking to he'll he'll come in every once a month and be like, here, this is going on. You know, the senators are trying to lobby for this. You know, this is what how can it impact it's going to have on you, you know, et cetera. So, yeah, I mean, and anything like that, as far as involving, there's just a lot of stuff coming from a lot of different angles and, and having someone who can put all that information together in one place for you, whether, you know, it's coming from the VA or like you said, you know, we have senators lobbying for this. That can get really, really convoluted for someone who's not in the realm oh, yeah. of that. So having oh, yeah. a resource like, you know, Will and the VFW in general is super, super beneficial for them. On a lower level, though, we do offer like we have stuff for like um, veterans need like crutches, wheelchairs, yeah. canes, stuff like that. We provide that kind of thing. Um, a lot of people will call us and donate their slightly used um, merchandise that they had from whatever medical thing that was going on at the time, and we'll clean it up and put it in the closet. So if a veteran comes in off the street or, you know, lives in town, comes up and wants, you know, hey, I need this crutch or whatever, you know, can you guys give me one? Sure. You know, we've got that there for them. So. Absolutely. So very useful information for both veterans who would need that sort of supplies and people who have, you know, a lot of people get crutches because they had surgery on time or, a, yeah. you know, a yeah. scooter for their leg. And they go, what do I do with this? And obviously, that's a very good, like, resource to have and, and a place to put that to. Sure, sure. Absolutely. So uh, 
on talking about benefits and assistance a little bit too, um, do you guys do anything for the family of families of veterans um, who are either both deployed or, you know, returned from a war? Yeah. Um, we have uh, taken the time to send out baskets overseas and stuff like that to individuals that are deployed and as well as uh, just to provide a resting place for like these, these individuals that are, you know, families that are staying here. We usually try to try to send them cards and, you know, hey, come down to the VFW, hang out for a while, just kind of chill, you know, if you want to and stuff like that. Um, yeah, definitely. So we, we do a lot of that, too. So. Awesome. That sounds good. So obviously we've talked a lot about veterans and, and everything we do for them and that they do for us. Um, how about getting, you know, younger, you know, high school age kids? Are you guys encouraging them to join the armed forces or maybe not join, but look at it as an option? Um, for their future? Is that something that you guys are involved in or not so much? It is. Um, we actually get the the kids that are going through like ROTC in high school. Yep. They actually come down and help quite a bit. Awesome. Um, Veterans Day, we had a whole bunch of them down there helping us prep for the luncheon that we were going to have and that uh, Colonel Doss was able to come from the base. Yep. Um, we had him down there. We had uh, Mayor Allender. Um, the paper, what's that place called? The one across the street. The journal? Yeah. The, yeah. Got the owner of the journal was down mm-hmm. there. Yep. Um, anyways, but, uh, we had a lot of good people down there and, um, they helped out and tended, um, provided food for the veterans that were there, you know, kind of hand out plates and stuff, kind of, you know, situated chairs and stuff like that. Really helpful. But we, we're pretty involved with them, though. It sounds good. We're actually going to take a quick break, and we come back, we're going to start talking about uh, post-1273 again okay. and everything else we got going on down there. Sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, guys and gals. It's Brett Matice, the host of the Midwest Marketing Podcast. I need you to do me a favor really, really quick. I promise you it won't take long. However you're listening to this here podcast, go on to iTunes, Stitcher. Maybe you're just on our website. Whatever it is, go give us a five-star rating. See those stars? There's going to be five of them. Just go to the one furthest on the right-hand side. Click that one. Maybe write a few quick nice words about us. Unless you don't like us very much, then don't write anything at all. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Let's get back to listening. All right, so we talked about how you guys do have great rates on on both drinks and food. Is there a meal at the VFW that is just like the signature dish? Like if nobody's been there, what night should they come or what should they get when they come? That's like a really... (coughs) really good meal for them so we just hired a new cook right yep she cooked in Estes Park Colorado before she got here and she moved up here because her dad I believe and her name's Mickey and she makes some of the best like homemade meals I've ever had and like not comparable to my mom but (laughs) anyways she like Wednesday, a couple weeks ago, when we were, the base kind of locked us down again, you know. Yep. And, um, before they locked us down, we could get food and stuff. So I went over there and grabbed uh, meatloaf, mashed potatoes, and corn she made. And that was some of the best meatloaf I've ever had. But uh, so we have, <clears throat> just to get to your question, we have new stuff for lunch every day. And they have, we offer takeout and everything like that. But uh, the main thing, um, prime rib. Prime rib. I'm really excited about that. She's starting prime rib this Friday again, um, and it should be phenomenal. So 
I'm pretty excited to try awesome. that out. So, so is it a primer every Friday type of thing? or is it Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. We awesome. used to do it every Friday, but the corona kind of hit hard. You know, meat prices skyrocketed. Of course. So it's just, like, rough trying to get that, you know, situation under control. So, But now that we've kind of got a hold of everything that's going on there, you know, we're going to start offering up Friday again. So Awesome. Awesome. Yep. So, yeah, Friday would be a great day to stop down, start your weekend off, right, with some oh, prime for sure. Rip, for yeah, sure. for sure. Um, do you guys do – I know I stopped by kind of on the grand reopening of, of everything. Um, do you do any other large events? Like, is there something that we can look forward to throughout the summer? I know coronavirus kind of messes with everything, and it will throw schedules off of, of maybe yearly events that take place. But if there is something that maybe, you know, someone could stop down for a larger gathering or a larger event at some place. Yep. So I'm pulling up the info right now. But, okay, so we have a benefit concert um, in hand-in-hand with the Front Porch Coalition. Um, we're doing that August 29th from 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock. And we're having a local band, Shameless, come by, and it's like a grunge and metal band. Okay. Um, and they have a, some rock songs, too, that they'll play. All, all proceeds go to the support loved ones who've lost someone to suicide. So anything anything that gets donated or anything like that is going to go toward Front Porch Coalition, and they're going to give that, you know, proceeds to those families that lost someone to suicide. So... And that's that's veteran suicide, you know. Awesome. Great event. Yep. So we're going to have that on August 29th. Um, we're also going to do um, in September, I think it's like the first week or second week, we're going to have a huge spaghetti feed for um, for like the fire department and police department and stuff. And uh, proceeds from that will come to us, obviously. But, uh, but we're going to have a big spaghetti feed so if you guys want to meet some first responders and stuff like that definitely come down so, awesome. awesome and we'll have that on our if you if you guys want some events and stuff like that that you're curious that we're doing we post them all on our vfw facebook page so just take a gander at uh, vfw post 1273 facebook page click events and you'll see everything that's going on from there perfect so perfect so i know you mentioned it once but i feel as if it's worth reiterating um, you guys are open to the public. I think that kind of yes. gets lost a little bit. I'm sure you find that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyone can come down, have a meal, have a beer, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy an event. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's, I mean, it's really good food. So it's like, it's definitely worth coming down. It's like, you know, it's, it's comparable. I'm not going to lie. It's comparable to Sugar Shack. I mean, you go down to Sugar Shack and want a good burger or, yep. or good breakfast, something like that. We don't really do breakfast except um, once a month on Sundays. We do pancake breakfast and stuff like that. But uh, it's, I mean, it's great food. So if you're looking for something that's kind of out of the norm, so to speak, you don't want to spend the money on Dakota Steakhouse, but you want some something really good to eat, you know, come see us. Yeah. See if sure. we can get you something that's something that's along those lines. So Absolutely. Before we kind of sign off here, my last kind of, deep question for you is do you have a favorite vfw story or or maybe someone that you met at our you know post that has been like very inspiring to you or maybe it's a funny story is there just something that stands out i know i'm totally putting you on the spot here to tell a story but um let's see probably probably my favorite person into vfw um wayne swear he's a junior vice commander he, when, when we were, when I first got on house committee and stuff like that, we were just, I mean, 
me and him were trying to hash stuff out, and this is like even before Will came in the picture, you know. And uh, we're at a meeting one night, and he just like starts lighting into these people because they were, you know, a lot of our meetings are really good, you know, but sometimes they just get somebody sees a squirrel and chases the shit out of it, you know. So Wayne just like he's like by far one of my favorite people at the post, but he lit into this guy because he was just like, why does this even matter? Like, what are you talking about that, that seems like an issue? You, you know, it came, we come up with all these ideas and support all these, you know, good things that we're trying to get done here. And, and you got to come up with this as an obstacle and it's not even an obstacle, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was just, it, it's, that's, that stuff kind of funny. You know, there's a lot of clash between everybody, but at the end of the day, we all move forward with a good goal. So, I mean, he's. It's just that stuff like that. That's why I'm there. Like, it's so fun just to watch these old, like, older veterans just, like, kind of go at each other, you know? So <laughs> yeah. that's that's kind of my favorite yeah. thing about it. Ribbing's so, all in good fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, you know, sometimes it gets a little out of hand, don't get me wrong, but it's like what we're doing is great. I mean, we're sitting there, you know, figuring out, trying to take the world's problems on our shoulder and trying to have a – you know, by the time this meeting's over, trying to have a solution for it. So, I mean, that's that's what's going to happen. We're going to have a disagreement here and there. So, absolutely. I suppose before we we sign off, is there anything that I missed that you'd like to touch on, or or any last minute thoughts that you you want to get off your chest here before we turn the machine down? Um. Yeah. So, I got one more thing to touch on. Absolutely. Um, if if anybody gets all of you guys or anything like that, let me know. Um, but I really would like to see people that are still enlisted or about to get out that are younger veterans to come in. So I'm pretty much calling on Ellsworth Air Force Base, you know, provide this information to these new guys getting out, you know, show them, hey, there's opportunity for you guys to join something that's bigger and better than what you're doing here that's helping other veterans with situations that they got and they could come down and help us out and volunteer if they want to or just come and have a beer if they want, you know. I just I want to see, you know, we're we're getting to the point in this in this time to where like the Moose Lodge and the Vietnam veterans and and groups like that in town they're running out of age, you know. Yep. They're they're these guys are getting in their 60s, 70s and 80s. So, what are we going to do about it? Well, we gotta get new recruits. We gotta get new people in there that are interested, like me, in helping a community, a local community in Rapid City, to get stuff done, help these people, you know, stuff like that. Absolutely, yeah. A little bit of recruitment, a little bit of yeah. Um, everybody coming down for the greater good of, of the VFW and, uh, and our veterans, who we're very, very thankful for, of course. For sure. Awesome. Well, other than that, I don't have anything to follow up with. Uh, I'd like to say thank you for coming on. I appreciate talking with you here for half an hour or so. And uh, thanks for listening, guys.